Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh-huh. Welcome to Just Conversation, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas. I'm your host, Christina. And I'm Jack. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episodes are released. Yes, you'll get notified. It'll land in your mailbox, not in your inbox or in your subscription thing or whatever any of that might be. Because that's not how that works. What? If they subscribe, they don't get it? It shows up in their mail. We've their had mail. this conversation before. Oh, yeah. It I shows forgot. up in their mail. We don't We do not do new school podcasts. They get a cassette and it comes with Fight Club. They get, a, they get an edition of Fight Club in their mail, an old VHS of Fight Club. They have to buy every the time. VCR, not included. Yes, every, every time a new episode shows up, you get a new VHS of Fight Club. There's a surplus they were mass created and don't get me wrong it did really well on vhs particularly we made those new vhs the ones that we're giving out to everyone yeah so that people can know like look after you get like 10 of them you start handing it out to your family we're, tr- we're trying to start a movement here is really yeah. it's really the point you know mm-hmm. we're trying to start a movement and before we get into what we shall be doing today let me tell you guys we're gonna read out some reviews I, yeah some apple podcast reviews and uh, i want to say ahead of time thank you to an, anybody and everybody who's been reviewing the show we're gonna start reading them at the intro of yes the thank show. you yes yes i appreciate it so uh let's go let's start right here just we're gonna read off two and then uh, next week two and then so you know that's totally english the rest right there. of our lives so this one is called nicely done that's that's the name of the person yeah. They're called Nicely Done. Okay. I like your name, guy. You're weird. It's called Random Fun. The uh, the, 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 t- the title? The title of this is Random Fun. Love exploring new podcasts and checking out what these creative artists put together. If you're looking for a podcast that touches on a wide variety of topics, this one is for you. I enjoy the banter of these two. These two are me and you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And when they have a guest, it's always informative. It definitely is. And it's definitely not trolly, especially when we have Dave here. And when we have Ishmael here, Psh, those are our most serious, informative episodes ever. Mm-hmm. Hope everyone checks them out. And also Nick EE89. I don't know if that's how it's supposed to be said, but that's his name. Nikki. Nikki. Oh, recommended is the title. I like podcasts that cover a variety of big and small topics. I thought this podcast was well done and would recommend giving it a listen. Nick from Tennish Podcast. Oh, our friends at Tennish. Thank you guys very much for those reviews. Anywho, today we are uh, we're 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 at NASA again. We usually jump in between because you know scientists and the Illuminati and the government. We're all working together. We all control the world you live in. Yeah, we gotta go works. to each one. Yeah, we're always making our runs. Lately, we've been in a lot of interactions with NASA because of things happening in outer space. Yeah, we've had a couple of problems with outer space. First, it was a cockroach war, and we fucking needed Mars back, but we also needed adrenochrome. Fucking ton of shit's been going on. Magic. Magic. Don't even get me started on magic. We already learned that magic was a reptilian technology, and now we just got them to teach us their form of technology. And that's actually why we're here at NASA. We're uh, at the NASA headquarters. Uh, we got the Adrenochrome. We captured Mars 2 from Universe 2, teleported it to Universe 1, and it's now in our orbit. We totally put all the reptilians in internment camps and got them to teach us their magic and we have the adrenochrome, so we take it, and our magic is stronger, and now we can make ourselves tolerate being displaced from time and space. Well, time. On our way to Alpha Centauri. So that we can find, we're here to debrief and inform them that all the checkpoints, all the check boxes, we checked off all the boxes they told us we needed to accomplish in order to be able to do this mission, because we were going to die if we tried to, to just... go there. Yeah. Just... All right. We were also, like, the chance all... What was it? Earth would be gone, probably. Yeah, it would be like billions of years ahead of time. Yeah. 
or billions of years would have gone by had we gone and then come back. Because this is a 10-day trip. But if if we do that in real time, speeds up here because of the speed that we're going to travel to get there in 10 days. So we needed to be displaced from time, and that's what the magic is for. The magic is going to help us not die when NASA's technology removes us from time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what we're doing. That's where we are. So while while we're waiting for that to take place, we're sitting here in a little office. The same office, the meeting room they usually put us in. Or not even the meeting room. There's a waiting room that we turn into our podcast, our podcast. area. We just bring our equipment there? Or our, is our equipment already there? At this point, we just get the subhumans to carry it around in briefcases for us. We've been cool. chilling with a lot of subhumans. I think we're just going to see if we could buy some off of uh, China. They've been with get, us for a they while. They don't work with us? Oh, it's just for this? It's just for this. They have to go back after we're done with these oh, things. Oh, no. We got to buy them. Yeah, we're going to see if we can get some kind of deal with NASA going or something so we can have the uh, the subhumans after our space-related missions. We, really, what we need is people to protect us while we're going to space and interacting with these different scenarios. Because but, we have no idea what the creatures are to be like. Yeah, and these uh, subhumans are super. They're super awesome. Yeah, they're superhuman. So. They're superhumans. And we are human B class, but still yeah. better. Because yep. freedom, that's that's what ranks freedom. Freedom. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I wonder what's over there. Where? At Alpha Centauri? Yes. Well, probably. I mean, we already kind of went through a whole episode of this. We It's probably some advanced life form, but not too advanced. That they're like Civilization 3, but they're probably like somewhere between 1 and 2. Hopefully. I hope they're creatures. Creatures. Yes, like monsters. What if they're um lizard people? Like more lizard people? Like the lizard people came from from freaking Alpha Centauri? Yes. Do we know where they originally came from? How they got here? Nah. Well, have you heard of El Chupacabra? You think El Chupacabra is a lizard person? Yes. Yes, I do. Really? Yes. Well, you know, what's what's the name of it? Chupacabra. That's Spanish for goat sucker. We all know what that is, I think. Yeah. Do you know how it looks like? And doesn't it look like a coyote? Well, there's two different versions of it. One is probably that one. The second version. Which is, tells us it probably was a coyote. Which it's like they describe it like a sick looking dog or wolf or whatever. Yeah. And another version, though, the original version. It's a reptilian-looking thing. It has like, like legs. It hops on its legs like a kangaroo, and it has like spikes on its back. Yes. It hops on it. I know. It's like a like a like a T Rex-looking thing. Yeah. With its tiny little arms and shit. Yeah. I remember seeing that. Yeah. yeah. The, some pictures of that. Well, yeah. There's two versions of it, and they both suck blood, but they do it differently too. I guess they also walk differently because the wolves are. Or whatever the dog version is on four legs, and the reptile reptilian version is two legs. Yeah. And um, what did they use to suck blood? The oh yeah, you know, like how vampires two holes. The dogs have like vampire bites; they leave two holes on them. But the reptilians have like three holes on their victims. Reptilians leave three holes. Yes. Actually, I don't know which one leaves three. I'm assuming it's the reptilian ones. Because it's so strange already. Wait, the T-Rex looking one is the reptilian version of a chupacabra. And the coyote one is the mammal version of the chupacabra. Yeah, yeah. This is fascinating because think about this. What if both of them are, like, they're different creatures that consume and eat their prey more or less the same way. Mm-hmm. But one is a lizard and one is a mammal. And so one looks like a coyote and has fur and hair and shit, while the other one is scaly and looks like a little dinosaur or some shit. What if they're the same thing? Yeah, because at this point, no, I don't think they'd be the same thing. I think those two different creatures, they would be different variations. There's also two original origin stories. Two origin stories? Yes. One is that they come from space and one of them is the government, you know, did experiments. Oh, one is a chimera. Yes. So one is a chimera and one is an alien. Well, then this, this man, you know what? This is weird because this reminds me of like Bigfoot, Yeti, and Sasquatch. They're all like different climate versions of the same creature more or less. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I'm thinking like evolutionary wise, what if the chupacabra and the 
well, the Chupa, all versions of like we're naming it one thing and they're different creatures, but have a similar kind of uh, evolutionary path that if we go far enough, the way that uh, monkeys and shit all equal us to some degree. Mm-hmm. Like what if these two different reptile and mammal versions of the thing come from one same shared like ancestor that we're not sharing or some shit like that? So you don't think one is the experiment version of the other? I mean, they could definitely be. It could be like the the original chupacabra, the the dino one is the original, right? Yeah. And it came from space, and that's basically Mew. And then the uh, fuzzy coyote-looking one is Mew too. It's like Whoa. we're gonna make our own. And then it escaped and went everywhere. Yep. Mostly and, the Spanish countries, I think, is where they're at. Yeah. But. It's and because it it's racist. PR. Here's the thing. Ultimately, Trump made the chupacabra. What? The 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 fuzzy mammal version of one. He paid scientists, and then he's like, "Go get the Mexicans." <laughs> well, how? Oh, he got the dogs to get the Mexicans. Yeah, That's he 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 unleashed the the Camara chupacabra in Mexico. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and well, like it spread out through the rest of South America. That's what he Whoa. wants. The wall isn't to stop the Mexicans. The chupacabra keeps reproducing. The wall is to stop the chupacabra. Yeah, and in other countries though, they have their own versions of oh, chupacabra. They're all called different things. El like cucuy. Cucuy. Yeah. What's that one like? Where's that one? Do you know the location? I think that's also no. I think that's actually the the Mexican boogeyman. Oh. Yeah. But it doesn't suck blood. I don't think so. Isn't that weird that there's a Mexican? Like, is it? Yeah. So the boogeyman is also just this weird creature that's, you know, regional. It's different. That's weird. Yeah. There's So there's a different boogeyman everywhere. Yeah. Think about it. In some places, you, we just call him the Mothman. In other places, he's uh, the Thin Man. In the thin other man? places, yeah, the, the like, um the guy who looks like the, um from Minecraft, the giant thing that teleports Yeah. Out. Yeah. Some places, it's that. Some places, it's uh the... um the mothman other places uh creatures that are similar to like jeepers creepers jeepers creepers he's the boogeyman that's essentially what he is oh he really yeah yeah so there's a there is some sort of consistent variation regionally speaking that maybe these are maybe there are the creatures that are in mass like dogs and cats and cows and horses and the more rare creatures like sloths and this and that that there's enough of but they're collective in specific areas but then there's mm-hmm. the creatures that even where they are, there are very, very few of them. Yeah. And they are very, very secretive and hidden. So maybe there is a Mothman, but it's like there's a hundred of them in one area. And yeah. there is like the Jeepers Creepers is a Mothman because it's the same shit. It's a different name. It's just evolved to its region. And there's like 300 of it over there. And they live in the woods. So you never really see them. Yeah. What? Okay, in New Orleans, they have their own version. They're called the Grunches. The Grunches? Yes, their backstory is very strange. I don't know if you want to know that, but Please it's like... Share. Okay, they're an inbred clan of albino dwarf people that live in the woods. Of albino dwarf people yeah, live they, in the woods? Yeah, like, I guess they breed, bred so much into each other that they became some kind of creature that hunts for blood. He, the, okay, here's something really weird, which is that the... Based on that description, it's arguable to say that the boogeyman is the chupacabra. They are the same thing. And that the same thing that those dwarf people are is what the people from the hills have eyes are. That's based on real people who were like inbred and sort of mutated because of the mm-hmm. radiation from the area. What would make them want blood, though? Um, They disregard for the rest of humanity. They're like, fuck these people. It's not that they want blood. It's just that that's how people interpret them eating humans and shit like that. They probably just go to cannibalism or whatever the fuck and it's maybe it's just humans maybe all these things are humans that have been affected in different ways that's horrifying but the chupacabra doesn't sound human the chupacabra doesn't necessarily sound human but what i don't know maybe they're all maybe what we call the chupacabra is a maybe the chupacabra is a blanket term yeah there's two others that are very strange though that are one is from chile it's a winged snake and it, it sucks the blood of sheep. And I think it also hunts children. But yeah. Oh, and it also shapeshifts, which... Shapeshift. That's very reptilian. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a snake that shapeshifts, like the chupacabra, if it shapeshifts, you know, because like there's a dog version and there's the lizard version. What if they're both the same version? That's fascinating. So there's a dog version, there's a lizard version. You're saying the lizard dinosaur version and the snake thing with the wings are one. I'm saying they're all one. You're saying they're all one, the fuzzy one with hair. Yeah. Is That doesn't sound reptilian at all. No, but... It could, but that's the whole point of shapeshifting, to be something else. I see where you're coming from, that it just kind of adapts to its environment to some degree. And it's like, it's in the desert and there's coyotes out here. Let me kind of sort of look like a coyote. Yeah. But I'm I'm in the jungle and there are lizards and there are birds. Let me go and look like that. Mm -hmm. Then the question is, the Mexican chupacabra, not the Mexican chupacabra, the, the, the little dinosaur closest to that's puerto rican yeah there that's where it first was saw was seen the first sighting of a chupacabra was in puerto rico and it was that dino looking one yes fantastic the question is then what could be in puerto rico that it's imitating that gives it that sort of dinosaur looking thing that shape that's the thing that i thought it would be the alien version of itself when it first got here it looked like that Oh, shit, that makes so much sense. So it arrived in its neutral, natural, average, non-changed form, or in the form of something outside that it saw on its way here. Mm -hmm. One or the other. So it either saw a creature in space. Oh, you know, what if it could... Okay, this is a weird idea, but like, the original, the person that... There's a person who saw it. The first one, or right. at least the first sighting, quote-unquote. Right, right, right. This person saw it, but she saw a movie. And people think, oh, she got it from that movie because it sounds... The description sounds very similar. Yeah. But what if the creature got it from her? Like, maybe it didn't have a form, but she thought of this thing, and then it became that she thing. She conjured up its shape. Yes. Then we're talking about something much more complicated, because we can assume that this creature isn't even a necessarily physical creature we could be talking about uh what's the movie with the blindfold and sandra bullock bird box the bird box what if this creature has the functionality of something like the creatures in the bird box where you see whatever like its shape is what you think its shape is whatever yeah so if it's in if you're in a region where people have discussed it being this way anytime you look at the thing you know it's that thing but you see it in the most likely description you're to hear and you're to think it is mm -hmm. what if that is how it is and okay this is a weird story but there's a story in puerto rico about a cult right and they say that well this lady she was married to one of the people of the cult and she left him after she found out this horrible story right but he said that the chupacabra gives them the powers pretty much and he tells her of this experience experience of going through it of like what they have to do is give it blood and for blood it gives them power does that sound like anything though that definitely sounds one like adrenochrome is taking place there somehow <laughs> well okay wow which then goes back and to reptilians. Wait, 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 before we continue that, before it drinks the blood, it's like see-through. It's like transparent. Then when it drinks the blood, it stays here. I mean, it becomes a physical form. It becomes a physical form. So it's a creature that is shapeless, but definitely present and definitely physical, but shapeless or... Maybe not physical, maybe some transcendent. So we're not even talking from a different part of space. We're talking a creature from a different dimension. dimension. Oh my god! It's an interdimensional creature that shows up and requires third dimensional matter, blood, mm -hmm. to sustain its third dimensional body. And then it, it, that's then the creation of adrenochrome. Like, I will give you abilities from my end yeah. in exchange for being able to physically remain on this end. When I read that, it was so crazy. It was like, oh my gosh, this is adrenochrome. This but is it's adrenochrome. a creature. And this began in Puerto Rico. Yes. And so, wow. So it's not even that this creature saw anything. These people made up whatever they thought they saw. It drank the blood. It got a shape. The shape was whatever they would think it they is. would think it is 
Mm, it could be. Isn't that such a crazy story, though? And then they learn over the... We're talking this is probably a long time ago. I'm not sure how long ago. It might not have been that long ago. Because um, the first sightings was in, like, 1995, I think. Of the Chupacabra? Yeah. Of 1995? I feel like that story has been around since our parents were yeah. children. 1995. So there were stories way the fuck ahead of time. Ahead of time? What yeah, like there were stories before there was a sighting. Maybe? No, I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's just the first sighting. So I don't know. There was probably... Maybe there were stories before that. So the sighting doesn't necessarily have to be the origin. We can assume that beforehand this creature was already around and people were already sort of figuring out the adrenochrome thing in secrecy, in privacy, yeah. cults and groups I of I forgot there's this, there's this other story, though, about a UFO landing in Puerto Rico. It, it happened in 1957. And they say that dead chupacabras were found there and the government took them away. And that's why they think the creatures are some type of experiment from the government. Like, they made something with those creatures. And they escaped the lab, of course, and they became the wolf chupacabras that we know. I think we are sort of facing a Mew Mew 2 scenario here. I think there's a there's a transcendent creature from a higher dimension. This transcendent creature from this higher dimension shows itself to us and, and we have exchanges with it. But then scientific, technologically advanced civilizations, whether it went to a different star and found life over there or it came here, Maybe the creature with defined shape that did show up, maybe there was a defined shape, maybe it could morph, and maybe the one that looks like a dog can't morph, and maybe the one that looks like a snake can't morph. Maybe they can, but just follow me on this. Okay. This creature, the transcendent godlike thing, goes to a different place, goes to, uh, let's say, he goes to Alpha Centauri. There's reptilians over there whatever they then try to imitate this creature's power by making what then we know to be the chupacabra that could then arrive land in somewhere like puerto rico or whatever yeah and then they have a sighting so the what we'd be saying here is the reptilian looking creature and the transcendent creature mm -hmm. are two different entities that arrived at two different times and what? our identical version of that is the dog-looking one. We're all trying to make this godlike alien. Are you saying the entity that drank blood and then became visible is not the same thing it's as the It's not the alien? reptile. I'm saying the okay. reptile-looking one is an alien from our physical space in yeah. a different star. Okay. It could be the reptilians, if we say that there were reptilians in Alpha Centauri, just as an example. And this creature showed them showed himself to them and went through the same processes that it went through with the people in Puerto Rico. Drinking all the blood. Drinking the blood, teaching them adrenochrome, blah, blah, blah. Giving them powers in well, the exchange for okay. the adrenochrome. Yeah. Um, they then try to imitate. They're like this creature, this all-powerful creature that somehow comes from a different dimension. We're going to make one. Okay. It's going to drink blood, too, and it's going to get powerful from that blood, too, and all these things. And it is a superior creature to the point that it did traverse space and get here. Or maybe they sent it in a pod after this other entity that then came here. Because you're saying the lizard-looking one is the first sighting. Yeah. But you're not necessarily saying that the lizard-looking one and the translucent creature are the same thing. You're saying those are two different stories. Yes, but they say that... Well, the people that were there would call it the Chupacabra, so I must... The name guessing. is not the problem. What did they see? We got two different stories. Because they didn't describe it. They just said it was the Chupacabra. So it could have been the lizard thing, but it could have been the dog thing. Like, who knows? Well, they didn't you specifically say it had no shape? Oh, yeah. Originally, it had no shape. Yeah. And then you're saying that the people who saw the one with a shape, the first actual sighting with a shape, was the reptilian one. Yeah. So those are two very vastly different. Well, the one with no shape drank the blood and then had a shape. But we don't know what that shape is. Okay. Yeah. Right. But they think it, it was the chupacabra. That's... Right. It's definitely the chupacabra, but we still don't even know if the reptile thing is the chupacabra. Okay. We just know there's a name chupacabra being tossed around. 
Yes, and for anything kn- that drinks blood. Okay. Yes, that's what I'm trying to get to. Yes. That's what I'm alluding to, that we don't actually know what Chupacabra means at this point. We know that we have three different entities, four if we count the snake with wings. Okay. We know one of them looks like an alien, completely foreign to our understanding of anything, but dinosaur-like and n- not at the same time like a reptile that isn't a reptile, tiny arms and looks like a kangaroo and slimy or something along those lines or smooth skin without the fur, a weird creature. With spikes. Yes, with spikes. Just something that's not natural. No. Meanwhile, the other two examples we have are a snake with wings and basically a dog. Mm-hmm. Those are completely, vastly different creatures. Oh, there's an also a third, another creature, a fourth creature, I guess, now. And that one's from, I think it was Peru. No, it was Philippines. And it's described as a, a hornless goat with very large ears. A hornless goat with very large ears. Yep. And it looks for children to kill them. For their hearts, children. Children. That goes Blood. back to that adrenochrome yep. thing. Yep, another adrenochrome story. Blood, adrenaline. Yes. Oh, hearts. and the snake one. They think the the rich people have them as pets. The rich people have them as pets. Yes. Fantastic. Or, you know, the elite or whatever. Like, hmm, yeah, maybe yeah. it's all connected somehow in some strange way. This is fascinating, man. So I think I think this is definitely the case. I think we're talking about. Uh, a mu- a bunch of Mewtwo's. There's a bunch of um, science-based attempts at replicating this. We- we've never seen a living thing be translucent. No. There is something from a different state that's definitely... And maybe it's not even a different dimension. Maybe it's within our dimension, but a different like state of being. Maybe the same way we can't see x-rays without having some kind of special lens that allows us to do so. Yeah. Maybe Ooh. it's a creature that exists at one of these alternate frequencies that are imperceptible to us, and then it uses things from our frequency to come to us. Mm-hmm. And so these... They could have abilities... Not necessarily power, but abilities that are possible from these things. If we think of like a fish way, way, way deep in the water that could just create light. There are things that are weird and foreign to us that exist within our physical space. And we can say that this creature, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. that is undefined in shape, we as humans try to imitate everything. There are stories of these chupacabras being experiments. All the experiment-related stories seem to be... We can't make something translucent. We can't no. make something like that, you or know? At least we don't know that we can. As far as we know, yeah, you're totally right. Like, we're not there. But we can try our best to imitate what we see. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do it with usually not humans. We're going to make it... Maybe sometimes we secretly use humans and shit. Yeah. Like, what if we are mixing humans with whatever this creature is? Is that we don't have the creature. We're trying to replicate the creature because we can't. But we're working with it because it gives these people power for giving is, them Yeah, their but blood. isn't this creature, like, godlike? We need yeah. the creature to give us the power. We don't have the power without the creature, which means mm. if the creature just didn't give us power, we wouldn't have it. No. So we're not working with the creature. We're working for the creature. Oh, I guess. Yeah. But if we make our own version, there's no way... Then it's not about power completely. I mean, we're still giving them blood for the power, but when we make the new creatures, they're not going to give us power. They're not going to give us power. We want a creature that we think can stop the other creature. We want the power without the boss. We're trying to make the thing we can't catch. Interesting. What? Yeah. What? So there's... This complicated web of things. See, this is the thing we got to go up to the headquarters of fucking Illuminati and to ask for some higher clearance so we can investigate some areas like Area 51 or some shit like that. Yeah, or um, the area, what's it called? In Puerto Rico, they have their own Area 51. That's where the UFO crashed the mount, hit a mountain, and then they said they found a bunch of dead chupacabra bodies, and they said the government took the bodies and whatever and are doing experiments. Man, so okay, so there are a couple scenarios like for sure that could be like aliens that are, are the equivalent of this creature from a different place that came in spaceships, they came, they are enhanced in different ways, or maybe they are just aliens and we are replicating those versions. And this creature of energy that's shapeless and requires blood is a whole different thing. Yeah, maybe there are two entirely different scenarios happening. 
That just happens to be blood related. That just happens to be blood related. Yeah. A creature from a different part of our space and a creature from a different dimension entirely or a different state of being are both after blood. The chupacabra is more animalistic. There's no real... It's survival. I eat the blood. That's how I stay alive. Meanwhile, this creature of light is like rewarding us for doing it. Yeah. I mean, but what does it get besides being here? Like it gets a physical body, but then what? Probably control of the people. I don't know why it would need control of the people if we're irrelevant. No, that's why I wonder what's what's what are they getting? Then again, maybe it's investigative. Besides. Maybe they're just like I can't investigate the side without being on the side. Like I can't interact with anything. And with their blood, I can be on this side, and maybe it's a scientist from a different state. Maybe it's the scientist of these shapeless creatures. And it's like, I want to investigate, I want to know more. And so it comes, it, it somehow figured out a way to communicate. It figured out a way, like, oh, if I do this, this, and that, the, the thing that courses through their body seems like if I came in contact with it would temporarily allow me to interact with them in a physical fashion. Mm-hmm. I can only interact with my people physically. They can only interact with their people physically. But with this thing that they have in their bodies, this weird red liquid thing, I can interact with it and then I can come in contact with them and they can then study us. Maybe it is just investigative. There's no harm intended or at least he doesn't understand it as harm. And the the elites are just assholes who are like, oh, power, yes, I must do whatever for the power. But if they're the rotation reptilian people then they're just trading power for blood i mean for children is it children blood i guess it's the same thing for them in any case we're incorrectly labeled if it's the reptilians we're incorrectly labeling the reptilians because this creature comes in shapeless reptilian is just maybe an easy shape to sustain yeah or it's a label we gave it because it can't accurately imitate what looking like a human looks like and maybe it has smoother features thus looking more like a lizard it could be So there's no such thing as a reptilian. There's these shapeshifters and they imitate humans and then have a weird shape as a result. Yes. What if that's what the case is? That is weird. Mm -hmm. Very strange. Does it make more or less sense? I don't know. Because then this, this the real problem comes when we think about this creature and the physical other things, the spaceship, that's a that's a problem. The fact that there's something something else showed up in a spaceship. Meanwhile, there's something that required nothing to be here, but needs blood to sustain itself. Yeah. So there's two very different scenarios going on there. It's mm-hmm. fascinating. Very weird. Veterinarians have checked out the dead bodies of a lot of these animals that are supposedly dead. I mean, sucked the blood out of. Like 300 victims of the chupacabra, which are just the animals, not... No one, I don't think humans have been victims of them. Yeah. But these animals to see like what's really going on, but they still have their blood. They didn't lose their blood. They didn't lose their blood. They just have weird bite marks on them. I don't even know if that part is true either. You think it's just crazy people yeah. accusing random It could be shit? like the vampire thing. Remember where they saw, oh, these dead bodies. It looks like their blood has drained. They're vampire. Oh, yeah. The this... mass hysteria episode. Yeah. Yeah, it could be the same thing, but with animals. So people, the, they say the chupacabra, somebody else has a similar thing happen to their animal and they just died and probably got bitten by a coyote or something and bled to death. Yeah. And then uh, people are like, oh, the chupacabra striked again. Yeah. Or it could be like something that's killing off the animals in certain locations. Like the first sighting one, I think about um, 150 farm animals and pets were reportedly killed during that time. I don't know if it's like a small time though, but if it happened like in one day, maybe something spread between the animals that killed them all. Yeah, it had to be something because one single creature would have no reason to kill a bunch of like cattle and sheep and shit, you know? It would have to be like some plague hit them all. Yeah. Or it could be the, this creature. You don't think the creature is true anymore? I, I feel animals, regardless of whether the chupacabra is man-made or not, I feel like it still follows the laws of nature. It wouldn't kill for no reason. Yeah. It would always be survival-based. Only intelligent creatures kill for no reason. Which is a weird statement to say. It requires intelligence to have you don't think lack of reasoning. Well, it depends if they are intelligent to that degree. If the chupacabra is more of a sentient, self-aware creature. Like to experiment kind of killing 
instead of just killing for blood or something. Fair enough, because then I'm thinking real black and white, and you could say that it, maybe it's not as smart as us when it comes to like technology and stuff, but maybe it could be like a dolphin or a squid where like, it has like hyper intelligence, or I guess not a squid, but an octopus, mm -hmm. that they have like a crazy high intelligence, but not necessarily the ability to mold their environment. Yeah. Or maybe it was one of those translucent ones that didn't know how to get a regular farm, and this is before it figured out what it was. Like, it was trying different animals before getting to figuring out maybe humans oh, are the answer. Oh, my God. That's fascinating. Because then what you're telling me is that it becomes the form of whatever the... Maybe it requires human DNA in order to look like a human, but maybe it required sheep DNA to look like a sheep. So maybe this creature was killing coyotes before, and it looked like a coyote for a bit. Hmm. Maybe. But then that doesn't explain the really odd reptilian looking thing. No. That means we're still talking about two different creatures because yeah. there is one that arrived in a spaceship. Yeah, but we don't know how the ones that arrived in a spaceship look like. And this, the one with the reptilian came after this lady saw that movie. And it could have just been from that movie that she got that description. Like it could have not looked like that at all. And that's just because she saw this movie, the memories, her memories weren't perfect when recalling the event that's fucking weird so she man that's crazy in any case it's not a creature like in the bird box that requires us to see it or we see whatever we think we see actually we kind of resolve this problem if it is a creature that requires blood maybe it's just eating the blood of wherever it is Instead of seeing something or whatever we're most likely to see in the area, instead of a person walking into the woods and thinking, I'm going to see a snake, they see the chupacabra and what they see is a snake. Like Maybe a snake the chupacabra creature? ate a snake because in the jungle there are snakes. Yeah. And thus it took the shape of a snake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what we already talked about. Right? Yes. Because yeah. it takes the shape of whatever region it's most likely to be in. That makes total sense. Yeah. So instead of a person needing to see whatever they think they'd see, instead of I must see a snake in the jungle and then the person seeing a snake in the jungle, mm -hmm. it is very likely the shapeless creature ate a snake in the jungle or drank the blood of a snake in the jungle and looked like a snake. In the case of a snake with wings, maybe it took down a snake and a bird at the same time, had both. Maybe it didn't want to slither it around. It took a snake that was eating a bird. Something like that. And it had a weird mixture of blood. Yeah. Then allowing it to move around with wings... Yeah. Or have wings and not be floating, but rather be a snake that's With their winged. pets, maybe they were fed that to do that. And that's fascinating. So then the creature, maybe the creature isn't giving us powers. Because then this, t or giving us powers, but not in the sense that we think it's like a god giving us powers. Maybe it think? is a transcendent creature that we've discovered. And it's just surviving. Maybe it's just a creature surviving and whatever it consumes it becomes. So we're over here looking for a chupacabra. Uh, something killed the cows. Maybe it's one of the cows on the field right now. Oh. And you don't even know. Yeah. And eventually somebody did get a hold of it and realize these creatures exist and then found a way to get to these creatures and then capture them and feed them whatever you want so that you have whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. And because of being able to finally catch the creature and use the creature, you eventually, in studying it, maybe in secret lab somewhere, you come up with whatever the power aspect is, where you're like, oh, shit, wait, if we do this thing to it, we get that from it. Like, we give it this shape. If we give it the human blood, that's mm -hmm. our blood, maybe something about it converges something to us, or it has an ability as this that returns something so maybe it becomes a little more intelligent and understands how to give us whatever because it's probably going to behave like whatever it consumes too okay so it becomes a human it has certain intellects and can provide the abilities that come from the human intellect and maybe the power what we would consider magic maybe. not that it has magic but like we don't understand what yeah it's just doing. some sort of ability that we that's so foreign to us we call it magic yeah Definitely could be. Think about it. We eat um, creatures of all sorts that give us things. We eat an, uh, meat and we get protein. Mm -hmm. Maybe this transcendent state or this other form that is elusive to us naturally has some benefit that we're unaware of. And then just like eating meat and you get protein or drinking milk and you get calcium, if you something about interacting with this creature, because this creature doesn't really have a shape. 
but something about interacting with it, you get some other thing from it that would be comparable to drinking or eating or something like that or doing something. drugs, yeah. something like that. Or doing drugs, like how adrenaline <laughs> makes you feel happy or whatever. Yeah. So maybe that's the case. Maybe they get... I think they're related to adrenaline or two I, it, different Adrenochrome. Things. Adrenochrome. Oh, adre yeah, yeah, adrenochrome. I I don't know. It seems like there's some definite crossing lines. There is. There's for sure some overlap Crimes. going on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, and one more thing about chupacabras. And like, I guess that the the whole government might have taken some and have turned it to other creatures. They say that peop scientists can already do that, though. Make chimeras? We can do that. Yeah. That's very... We can? Yeah, the same way we cloned sheep, the same way we can alter genes in people but, so like, that they have put less... put two creatures together, like chicken and ducks, or goats and rabbits. Those are some examples Creatures can do this themselves. That's what a liger is. Oh, like a liger. Yeah, it's oh, okay. just... If you're, they're similar enough and their genetics come... Oh, what are we putting... Oh, I think they say they think humans, though. Uh, humans can easily be uh, put together with like a pig. Humans can mix with a monkey. So you think we could be put together with an alien? Um, here's the thing: if that's possible, then the alien has origins with us. Oh, okay. That's where that would really be the case. That means we all have a similar thing, and we have enough crossing dots that we can put two things together and not fuck it up. Man, then I think the chupacabra might have more to do with the lizard people than being actual aliens from outer space because the lizard people live on here but on a different we're not it doesn't even necessarily have to be something like that where we're that far apart we could have just here's the problem evolution still says that far enough down the line we would be incompatible far enough down the line we would be incompatible so panspermia couldn't even answer this it would have to be that maybe Neanderthals and whatever the alternative was, I forgot what the fuck it was called, split up. Some of them went underground, some of them stayed over, and evolution took over in that period of time, thus making whoever was underground be one kind of creature, who whatever's overground be a different kind of creature. But we already had the ability to mate, and it hasn't been so long that we've lost those traits. So we can totally do experiments and make it work? Yes, that would be the case. That lizard people are just whatever the other thing that isn't Neanderthal is. Well, okay. Just, or unless the Neanderthals are the ones that died off. I don't remember which is which, but yeah. Which Yeah, I think we're not the Neanderthals. Those might be the ones that went underground and turned and into turn lizard. lizard. Yeah. So there's a couple of different things. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy variety of things that those could be. There's a couple of stories that are conflicting here. That's very interesting. I find it fascinating. Yeah. But the weird relating thing of lizard people and giving us blood for power. No, lizard people want blood for power? I don't yeah. remember Reptilians which want blood in order to, ha to increase their magic power. Yes, and chupacabras, we don't know what they want, really, but The animalistic interpretation of a chupacabra uses blood to survive. The intelligent version of a chupacabra willingly gives us abilities in exchange, which means they want the blood. If it is intelligent, it has to, there's, no, there's nothing it could get from us, realistically speaking. It's investigating. It's, it's a scientist. It's a scientist from a different state of being. That's... If it's an intelligent, translucent, shapeless, weird creature, yeah. that's option A. If it is an alien that an arrived, alien. Yeah. we made up all the other versions of it by trying to imitate the alien. If yes. that transcendent creature shows up in many places, then the alien that arrived was already aliens trying to imitate that creature and then sending those creatures over to follow it. Whoa. If it is none of that, and it is just normal animalistic, it's either human experiments that have created all these variations, mm -hmm. or the same translucent, shapeless, other state of being or interdimensional creature that becomes animalistically just consuming what it's around becomes what it's around. So yeah. it ate the cow, it became the cow. It ate the snake, it became the snake. Yeah, so it's really hard to choose. They're all yes. so And if different. we say in all of those instances it estimates and gets close, but it's still visibly weird and off, we're looking at that coyote, that was a chupacabra. That really was a chupacabra, and the chupacabra just 
imitated whatever it ate. It wasn't consciously doing it. It's just what happens when it consumes the blood of this creature. Mm -hmm. And that would also explain why nobody sees the chupacabra while it's doing it because it has no shape while it's doing it. Yeah, they it's only not see it present. Like, when it already has happened. Yes. It's like when, oh, I see the creature over there. Yeah, it did the thing already. Now it has a shape. Yes. What? That's that's always how the story is. Unless there are stories. I'm not sure, but there may be stories yeah, of I don't them know. being like sucking the animal and then the person noticed and then it ran off. But even so, like they already had blood in them to have the form. So it was yes. still... Yes, yes they're, they're already at least in the middle of transitioning. Yeah, so there's no story of beforehand, but that would be a tough one to find. Yes, and if it is this shapeless creature, then there wouldn't be anything to talk about. Yep. Because it's maybe it's around us all the time, and it's not even hungry. It just eats when it's hungry, like any other creature. So it could be just floating around, and it has no shape, and uh, it only eats at night, and it only eats when it feels safe. Like, it knows it's going to turn into the thing, and it doesn't want to be in danger. Oh, these yeah. creatures are always attacking the humans' attack It things. doesn't seem to like the city, because I don't think there's any reports of it being in, like, yeah, New Jersey or probably has, whatever. Like, really way the fuck off rural area type shits. Loves the jungles and the forests and yes, all that Yes, away stuff. from... Pe not people. Not necessarily people, but <laughs> um, I guess the... the unnatural structures and stuff yeah. of that nature or large dense populations yes it likes to hide yes it likes to it's very defensive mm. it's a coward it's like a rat except maybe larger maybe it has to become larger no matter what because they say that chupacabra is like every time they see it whatever they've seen is like a bigger version of that thing so maybe there's like a, a range it'll always be mm. the first time the sighting or at least the lizard creature, the I think the they say it's like three or four feet. Yeah, totally fits. Totally fits the description. The coyote was a little larger than a coyote would be. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, it has all those kind of... The video of them seeing it is the same thing. You saw a video where the cop no. is chasing it? What? No. I don't think I have... it up. Do you know where the location was? It was like Texas or something. Okay, I think that was a, probably a coyote. Because there are some animals that they did thought they thought it was the chupacabra, but then when they actually found the body, it was just a dog or a coyote that had some kind of illness that made it really sick and oh, look really like a sick. Deformity yeah. or a mutation or actual illness. Yeah. And they said that they don't normally hunt these farm animals. I guess, like, the wild dogs or whatever, but... Like, needing something in their diet that they normally don't need. Yeah, they just... They, they're so hungry, they need to get something, so they... They do whatever, whatever. it takes, yeah. yeah. But I think the fang marks is because it couldn't actually eat it, because its face is so yeah, deformed. Deformity it itself. eat it. Yeah. So it's just snapping, trying its hardest to eat this creature, but... It just can't, and that's why it's just, it yeah. looks like bite marks, and it looks like, oh, he's trying to suck his blood. And something scares it off before it could successfully actually, maybe it's a process of biting it and then sort of getting to the back teeth to be able to really chew the food or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, it fails at doing that if something interrupts it. Like, it takes a while to do it because it has to, you know, chop it off first, and its mouth is weird. It's deformed already. Yeah. Yeah, so it could so definitely it's... be something along those lines. The deformity could definitely answer a lot of these things. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. Um, yeah. So you think any of that could help the NASA people? No, NASA but scientists. I am definitely fascinated by all of that. That's really exciting, really interesting stuff to think that it could be either a transcendent creature, a creature from a different state of being within our space, a creature from somewhere else in our space. So many options. Experiments. Um, Just so much it could be. Or just wild, sick dogs. Wild, sick dogs, for sure. It could just be wild, sick dogs, deformed creatures, mutated creatures of different types. Or my favorite thus far, which isn't, surprisingly, isn't the scientist option, but rather the... The creature from a different dimension. Not necessarily a different dimension, but a creature that exists in a different state within our space. Like, radiation yeah. exists within our space, we just can't see it. And, okay. like, fluorescent lighting, not fluorescent lighting, um, UV we can't see that shit, but it's real. We use technology to see it. And maybe this creature is 
a thing we can't see with our technology because we don't even know it exists. And eventually we will, and eventually we'll discover the technology and we'll put on a visor and just see them fucking everywhere. Oh, that's horrifying. But right now we don't see them because we don't have whatever technology is necessary for that. Mm-hmm. And thus we have mythical stories of what this creature could be. Yes. Anyways, thank you for informing me on that. That is very weird and very odd. Yes, yes. So fun. Yes, I hope you guys enjoyed us talking about this. Oh, the chupacabra. The chupacabra. The chupacabra. I hate them. They bite me all the time. The they chupacabra. look like mosquitoes, though. Yeah, look, totally. Maybe that is what they really are. Just mosquitoes? Those are baby chupacabras. Oh my gosh, I'm helping them. Yep. Anyways, you guys can find this show at Just Convo Pod at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You could also find us on the official website, greatthoughts.info, and on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. Yes, and remember to subscribe to the show, rate and review, and uh, leave us comments, and you saw, we read them at the beginning. And let people know who might like this show about us. Yes, yes, word of mouth. Speak about it. Show it to people who'd be interested in finding out about the chupacabra, what it really is, which is secretly, and it's just an animal. It's just an animal that exists in a weird state. You think it's a sick animal above all else? It's probably just a sick animal, let's be real. It's probably just a sick animal, and every place in the world has a sick animal, and it's probably just going to be whatever animal's most likely to be in that area. There's going to be more sick of that animal. Yeah. Thus, oh, it looks like a snake, like a fucked up snake. Because it's a fucked up snake. Yeah, it could possibly be. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably just a fucked up snake, bro. Yeah. It looks like a coyote, like a fucked up coyote. It's probably a fucked up coyote. Mm-hmm. Except for the weird alien one, but then again, that... Maybe it was a fucking weird fucked up Puerto Rican creature. Who the fuck knows? Anyways, this has been the Just Conversation Podcast. Take nothing personal, and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. I didn't, I wasn't surrounded by people crushing calculus. I was in a calculus class filled with flunkies. Yeah. And I just skipped out. Yeah. I don't know how I got away with that piece. I feel like you needed that. No. But, okay, good. No, any three math classes worked. Cool. I wonder what my third one was then. You probably took two algebras and geometry. That's Mm. the basic. Okay. Yeah. That's the basic path most people take. Uh, Take geometry and two algebras. Oh my gosh, geometry is the worst. Why? Geometry is such an easy fucking math. It's, I don't know, like, it's so easy, math is so easy, like, you plug in the numbers, it gives you the right number, but for some reason... Wrong way to think of math. That's why people fail. Because of that, because of periodic tables, just plug in the number and look, okay, but why does it work? I don't know. It just, I just know I put the number in the thing. Why that equation? They told me. Like, why does it work? Though? I don't know. That's the best part about math. What are you talking about? That's horrible. That's why everybody flunks out when they get to, like, calculus. Because they don't understand shit. And calculus is not just plug in. You gotta, like, calculus is mainly about building the equation. The mm. equation fits the necessity. And you craft it accordingly. To what? To whatever you're doing. You craft the equation based on the things you are doing. For algebras and for geometries, here's the equation that solves that kind of problem. The Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Clazo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor, and published by Great Thoughts Info, social media managed by Amber Black.